What is up, guys? You're listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster, Vaughn the Impaler, Vaughn Diesel. What else we got? I don't know, but do you know that uh, over the last Your week, favorite one is Von Diesel. I think it is. Or Von Halen. Von Halen. Jean-Claude Von Damme. I know. Yeah. You're, so, I think your favorite one is Von Diesel because you secretly wish you were as badass as Von Diesel. I, I do. Don't but you the think thing Von, is, is you're more badass than Von Diesel. A little you, bit. you got the yeah. power of God. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But don't you think Vin Diesel, not Von Diesel, but Vin Diesel, don't, isn't he kind of a poor man's rock? Man, I don't know. I think... He's definitely not on rock level. Right. I mean. But he's kind of disappeared, hasn't he? I mean, when was the last time he did a movie? I don't know. I think he only does the Fast and Furious movies. I think he does Disney movies now or something. (laughs) Seriously. He's done well, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hate on the dude's game. So, in the last week, I've had two different people come up to me. Well, one was a waitress. The other one was a a guy at the chiropractor said, hey, are you Vaughn the Impaler? (laughs) <laughs> so the only way that they know who I am has to be the fact that they're seeing me on Snapchat, your Snapchat. Oh, not you think my, so? Not mine. Yeah. No, because you're not I, doing any like secret impaling that we don't know about. No, are you? no, 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 no behind the seat. No ninja impaling. <laughs> no, no ninja impaling. No stealth that would impaling. That your core values as a yeah, human. It would. Yeah. It would very much so. But how's the new baby? Uh, she's actually kind of the dream baby. She doesn't fuss very much. Dude, you know? you're just cursed yourself. It's like a I know. weekend. I know. Yeah. I know. But I think still hung over from coming out the vagina. <laughs> it's still, you know, there's, there's, still there's probably some truth to you're that. Still, he, he, she's still waiting for sunglasses. Like, yeah. You know, she's like getting used to the sun and the air. That's and you're true. like, oh, she's calm. Just wait. That's true. You just fucked yourself. Dude. My, I did. My older daughter is uh, handling it better than we thought she would. She's not trying to like suffocate her with a pillow or uh, anything? As far as we know. But she's pretty, she's pretty intelligent. So maybe she's got a, this really well worked out plan. Yeah. So, but, uh, so what are we talking about today? Well, so two weeks ago, obviously we had Lewis on the podcast, Lewis house. And, uh, for those of you who don't know, we all went out to lunch, had a steak, which you have, I forget what you had, but I I think I had a steak. Yeah. I think, I think we all got a salad. Yeah. Salad. I got, yeah, that's right. Cause you're doing your transformation. So I, I did the, so anyway, uh, Lewis asked Andy about his plans for book and Andy's response was basically, I got like plans for 12 books just yeah. so much information that we want to cover and then lewis actually said well what you know if you could if you could share anything like what's the most important thing you want to share with people and i remember just really taking note that andy took a deep breath kind of looked out the window and said you know i just want people to know that they have far far more potential than they even know you know and uh and so i got thinking about that so i went over your stuff and started distilling these principles and, and really I, I came up with some different things that you believe about human beings and so i wanted to get your thoughts on that yeah that's cool you know, riff and yeah man breathe fire and call down thunder yeah we can do it so at the risk and so basically danger- what this means and tyler can attest to this this means that vaughn didn't do his homework and got an agenda got no agenda for the show no, look at this. Look, look at these. Look at all I these pages. Wrong, Tyler? Look at all these pages. That is Come not, on. That's fucking. That's no, from these like are some my other notes. Podcast. No, these yeah. are my notes. Uh-uh. <laughs> Tyler, what do you think? 
I think that you told Vaughn a long time ago that you love an outline with bullet points. He says he's got one. <laughs> I got it right him. here. No, right I think here. that's from like no. that's some other bullshit. No, that he this pulled is out written of. in my blood. Yeah. Um, no, the potential and power of every human being. You know. Ooh, ooh. So, so ooh, we're, I, we're getting gonna, fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I will say that you know, there, I suppose there's a danger of a unicorn trotting in any moment if we're gonna be so positive. Yeah, this, man. This, but you do like to say you are not special. You know, you say that a lot. And I think people... Me, personally, I'm not. No, you like to tell people you are not special. No, but I also believe I'm not special. Right, right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I, I think the asterisk holes me, you know, mess up what you mean by that. But what your point is, is that the, the, what I've inferred over the, over the last year is that you aren't special just for existing. You have to do something significant with your life, but you also do believe, on the other hand, that each person is special in the sense that they have an incredible potential and so i guess yeah but if every person has incredible potential it's not special you well right, I'm saying? right you're not so unique like, in that regard right so like dude i get people come up to me all the time and they're like oh my god andy and like you know they get a little i don't know wound up about it because they're fans of the show or whatever and they're like oh dude you know it's incredible you're doing this and this and this and this and i'm all i'm thinking when they're saying this is like dude you could do the same fucking thing right you know what i'm saying right like there is literally nothing about me that is special other than I practiced what I preach for 20 fucking years. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's nothing about what I do that's special. There's not even people like, Oh, but your delivery is so cool. Dude. When I first started, it was fucking terrible. It's like anything, you know, when I first started speaking, I was bad. When I first started business, I was bad, you know? Right. I mean, everything. It's just, I just had an ability to, not quit at things right because i'm bad at them and i think that's where you know people get hung up in that um cycle of or a habit that that is quitting on anything that becomes hard or anything they're bad at and you know they believe then they start to believe that they lack whatever it is right that you know is required to be successful when in reality all it is is them giving up too soon and not understanding you know, the kind of persistence and grit that it takes to go through the quote unquote death valley period of learning something. You know what I mean? Right. And, and and it's perpetuated by a lot of these motherfuckers out there who try to tell everybody, I've you know, speaking as if I'm them, I've got this gift that nobody has. I'm I truly believe I'm the greatest. Blah, 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 blah. Dude, what the fuck ever, man. Right. There ain't you know what I mean? Right. Dude, what one man can do, another man can do. Period. And that's it. And and people will argue with me about that. They'll say, no, 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 you don't understand. You've got something special. They'll be trying to pay me a compliment. And I appreciate that. I really do. But it's not the truth. It's just mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And it would it, I could sit here and pretend like, oh, yeah, I've got all these fucking special things that nobody has. But I fucking don't. Do I put my pants on one leg at a fucking time? Dude, half the days I get up in the morning, I don't want to go to fucking work. You know, I... I <laughs> It's all the same. Yeah, you have bad days. Dude, terrible days. Yeah, you came in here pretty pissed. I was like, no, man, I'm he's going to punch I, me. I just don't tolerate mediocrity. <laughs> Isn't that right, Tyler? Well, you do tolerate it. I mean, Tyler's still, you know, got a job oh, with you guys. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, look at that. I can see the fire brewing right now on Tyler. He's going to fucking unleash. Okay, okay. Right when you least expect it. I know he is. Okay, so, but in light of what you're saying, 
be specific though. When you say like everybody can be successful, what do you believe that each human being possesses in and of themselves that enables them to be successful and to be significant? Because I don't believe there's anything magical about success. It's mm-hmm. about following a plan just as if you were to whip out a roadmap and follow a route from St. Louis where we are to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and and you're going to walk there, mm-hmm. all right? Um, if you walk to uh, Kansas City and then fucking say, oh, man, I'm never going to get there and turn around and go back to St. Louis and decide to start over and you end up doing that your whole life, you're never going to get where you want to go. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And I success, I've said this a number of times recently, it's an equation. It's one plus one equals two. It's A plus B equals C. It's cause effect. It's not magic. Mm-hmm. And so many people want to sell you on the magic because they have a product to sell you. And it's like, you know, what's behind the curtain? Oh, pay me a hundred bucks and I'll show you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so my personal, you know, belief, and I believe I'm right, is that anybody has the potential. But the problem is, is that you know, most people don't grow up in a situation where they're told they could be great. Most people grow up in a situation where they're expected to be mediocre their entire life. They're expected to go with the norm. They're expected to go with the flow. They're expected to do what their parents did. And that's all they see. So that's all they see for themselves. And because that is all they see for themselves, they never consider that there is potential beyond those limitations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has to do with the way we were raised. And I happen to be raised. And if you want to say I, I possess something special, I will say this. I was raised by parents who did not put me in that box. They told me and believed in me and truly pushed me to be better than they ever were at what they did. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for that. Most mm-hmm. people don't have that. Most people have parents that have too big of an ego to let their kids be better than them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, and they're too insecure to let their kids be better, which is the opposite of what it should be, right? Mm-hmm. And our parents right now are listening. Bullshit. <laughs> you don't know what I do for my kid. Well, you know what? Do you tell your kid that he could be fucking anything? Or do you mm-hmm. tell your kid that... You know, when you grow up, you got to go to college and you got to get a fucking regular job and you got to do this and this and this because you, you're you unintentionally instilling limits, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or mm-hmm. not, by mm-hmm. what you say. And, you know... Uh, do you think that most parents fall into actually 100% on one side or the other? Either they're 100%... No, I think they intentionally, good-heartedly want the best for their kids. Right. But I think they unintentionally instill the limits by speaking what is their reality, not what is reality. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but what I'm they saying They ultimately is, want to play it safe. Well, no. That, well, yeah, but that's... Yes, but w- what I'm trying to say here is this. I love... I, I'm, I'm a parent. I love my kids. I want my kids to be president of the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a conversation with little Johnny, and little Johnny says, Dad, I want to be president. And you say, oh, that's great. You could be anything you want. But then for the next five years, you come home and you tell him, hey... My boss is a dick. You know, one day you're going to have a boss. And, you know, when you have that boss, you know, you're going to know what this is like and how hard this fucking is and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Right. So you're, I mean, they're talking you're, about both sides of their mouth. Exactly. Well, okay. And they don't realize it. Gotcha. And they don't realize you see what I'm it. Saying? Yeah. I, well, I guess what I was thinking is, is I, you, you hear the parents all the time telling their kids that they can be anything they want to be, but they don't tell them the whole truth that you got to work. 
you got to work at it. So oh, that's what dude, I thought you yeah, were saying. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole other thing is like yeah. the unrealistic expectations of success when it comes to a time frame. I mean, it's mm-hmm. fucking, you know, it's absurd what people consider a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, dude, people are like, oh, I've been doing this for two years. <laughs> I take fucking shits longer than two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, two years is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, people have a totally misconstrued uh, vision and perception of how long it takes and what it takes. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, when it's hard or it takes longer than they want it to take or things don't go their way, they automatically fall back on the excuse of, you know, it wasn't meant for them or the universe is against them or, you know, they start to believe in the the lottery principle of success, like the success fairy that comes down and picks mm-hmm. certain people, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, hey, I'm, I haven't been doing this long enough or I haven't been working hard enough or I haven't been doing what it takes, it's easier to put the blame off somewhere else except that in your mind that success is something that is uh, luck-based or chance-based or happenstance instead of just taking responsibility and say, hey, I didn't do what the fuck it takes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... I, I think the mentality, you know, when we get back to when we get back in line with the, the original subject you want to talk about of human potential and what they can achieve is usually completely screwed up by, you know, parents, friends, neighbors, teachers, uh, people who have well-meaning hearts, you know, because they want to tell somebody, uh, you know, the realistic side of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the realistic side of things is that you can fucking do anything you want mm-hmm. if you're willing to pay the price. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But the the you're not going to get everything you want if you're not willing to pay the price. And I made a post about this the other day and somebody wrote like, dude, doesn't do, doesn't that seem pretty basic? I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking basic. Exactly. That's exactly. the point. That's the point that I don't understand. That's why I don't understand why the fuck people even listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't understand why people pay attention to my Instagram because, dude, nothing I say is profound. It's just it's the way get, you say it, though. It's just get a fucking roadmap. Yeah. And fucking follow it. Yeah. I Let me drive home the point you're making by by making an observation about the way that your dad raised you um there's an excellent book on this by the way that i want to plug on becoming self-aware about why you have the limits you have it's called the third circle theory okay is that pj yeah pj pj uh uh i can't pronounce his last name and know what he can so we'll we'll, we'll put it up on the yeah. uh, website but anyhow pj is a fucking brilliant dude mm-hmm. and it's an awesome book on becoming self-aware i've recommended it before it's, it's kind of a tough read because he's so fucking smart that you've got to really like be engaged in the book to like pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like oh, one yeah, of those I books that is written by somebody who's so intelligent. Yeah. That it's hard to follow. Yeah. You got to like really but intentionally. God, the book's good. Pages. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Well, one of the things that I mean, obviously you've t- you've told the famous kill 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 story. Yeah. And uh, and you've also told the story of how your dad rewarded you and Sal for aggressiveness. And I think what's really interesting to me about that is that your dad could have had you guys chant win, win, win. Obviously, he wanted you guys to win, but the chant was kill, kill, kill. The chant, the chant was focused on what you did, and if you did those things, the results would follow. That's right. It's a process. Right, and the aggressiveness was what you did. So I, I see, I see very early on 
you basically learning this principle of human potential is it's not even so much who you are. It's the effort that you put into whatever it is you're you're striving toward. Well, I think most people that's a that, and we're gonna, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of why people can't succeed and why people mm-hmm. do succeed. Mm-hmm. People who succeed fall in love with the process and execute on the process every single day. Mm-hmm. Like um I mean, it's not about like, you know, like these kids that I see, "Oh, I want to be a billionaire." That's great. You know, "Oh, I want to be a millionaire." That's great. But that's not what's going to get you there, that want or that hope or that desire to be there. I don't care how fucking hard you wish and hope and pray and desire to be that. If you can't master the day in and day out process that it's going to take to, um, like what I said, one foot down in front of the other. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one foot down represent one day. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the next foot down would represent the next day. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that for, for 10,000 fucking days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're not willing to master those steps on a, you know, each day, you're not going to get there. And right. so I think people focus on the, on the macro so, so much, you know, the 10,000 foot view of what they want and they see it as such a monumental task that, they either a don't start b underestimate the amount of time it's going to get there because people have this idea that it's going to be this uh you know i take 10 steps and all of a sudden the rocket ship comes by and i things start to pick up like i got this question from a uh, fellow supplement company owner um recently and he's he just started out last year a finished goods brand and um young kid man i mean real young uh I don't know, they're probably 20, probably, I don't know, 22, 23 years old. And and he just started a year, not even a year ago. He comes up to me, he's like, Andy, I love what you do and I love First Form. And I respect that, you know, that's great. I mm-hmm. really appreciate it. How long do I have to do this before I make money? <laughs> and I just looked at him and I'm I, I'm like, you know, my, my response was like, well, dude, the good news is, is that you have, a lot of people to look at and you have social media and you have all these things I didn't have. Um, and I would just keep focused on, cause I didn't even want to say it cause right. it was like, right. I didn't want to fucking crush the dude. You know what I mean? But it's gonna take a long fucking time. Right. And if you're focused on that, when am I going to make the money? You're certainly not focused on the day to day process that you need to be. You right. know what I mean? It's, right. it's like, it's like being in a football game, Right. And you're in a heated football game, and it's third, fourth quarter, right? And all of a sudden, instead of like executing the plays, running the plays, you know, running them to perfection, you decide to stand in the middle of the football field and look up at the scoreboard and just watch it. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. You're going to get your fucking ass beat. You know what I mean? That's a a great analogy. Yeah. And that's what people do. Mm -hmm. Instead of executing on the blocks and the tackles and the routes to run and the balls to be thrown and handed off properly. And all the shit that is required to run a perfect play, a.k.a. a perfect day, they focus on the big picture and think about the big picture instead of just just focus on today. Mm-hmm. It's day by day. You know what I mean? And people get <clears> – people. it's just not a romantic or fun thing to think about. Like, hey, I've got to be perfect for 10,000 days in a row. Uh, you know, what book is that? It's Malcolm Gla- one of Malcolm Gladwell's books. Yeah, uh, you mean the uh, outliers? 
where he right, talks about 10,000 days or 10,000 hours. To become an expert? Yeah. Yeah, it's outliers. Yeah, I, think. I can't. Yeah. I read all his books. I can't yeah. remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. But, dude. Uh, That's br- the one about being an ex- becoming an expert. Brilliant, or, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, brilliant, yeah. dude. He's another guy. It's like, you better pay attention when you read his shit right. because he's so yeah, smart. Definitely. But, um, uh, but anyway, you know. The point is, is that's not a romantic or fun thing to think about. Hey, man, I've got to fucking focus in on today. I've got to be perfect today. But here's what you don't understand and what people miss is that by focusing on today, it's just like a workout program or a, uh, a learning a skill like playing a guitar or uh, anything, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be really fucking hard the first day. Right. The first day you're going to have to for- go on a diet, all right? on a diet dude when i first started dieting four months ago every day was a fucking battle Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking about eating fucking taco bell and fucking chinese food every day and you know what i'm saying because that's what Mm -hmm. i was doing before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now like dude i'm cruising through every single day it's not even i don't have to put any effort in right it's like fucking automatically what i do and here's the same thing with success that people miss out on is that when you focus in on the you know they they have the first let's say first 90 days of focusing on being perfect every day. It's hard. It's fucking hard. And I'm talking about being perfect. I'm talking about executing on every single opportunity that you possibly can as good as you possibly can for 90 days. Hmm. All right. That's hard as fuck for people to grasp. And that sounds like such a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that what you're doing and the value in doing what I'm saying and making a conscious effort you can go back to the Powerless podcast. Which one is that on? The Powerless podcast? Yeah. Is that Kill It Every Day? Oh, 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 Powerless. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Kill It um, Every Day. Yeah. So go back and listen to Kill It Every Day, and I give the exact plan on how to do this. Mm-hmm. But if you do that for 90 days, by at the end of 90 days, you've created a habit of fucking winning every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. you've created a habit of paying attention to the details, a habit of being perfect, a habit of, you know whatever your job is, you know, greeting customers the right way or going over and above or taking pride in this and that and all the shit you need to do to build something, Mm -hmm. you've created habits that do that automatically. And so, you know, most people, and the reason they believe that success is, uh, you know, this fucking magical thing instead of like a A plus B equals C concept, Mm -hmm. math, so to speak, uh, because they're not willing to put that 90 days or that, that, that one year of perfection in, into their books. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, and so they mm-hmm. fall back on, um, the idea of it being a, a fucking lottery right. and you know, it's sad because I see people that have just tremendous potential and they're like, Andy, I've been doing this for three years and nothing seems to go my way. I'm like, well, keep fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to learn how to make things go your way. And eventually things are going to go your way. But because you have all these fuck, fuck faces out there selling programs for $200 or whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. you know, telling kids that it's supposed to be a 12 uh, a week thing or a 12 month thing and all this shit, mm-hmm. dude, people end up you know, hating themselves. They Mm -hmm. end up thinking they don't Mm -hmm. have what it takes and that they're, you know, I'm not uh, a person that was meant to be successful. So they do something they hate the rest of their fucking lives. Right, right. So let me add 
a couple more layers to this conversation by making two observations. One is I'm going to eat my epic bar. Yeah, you do that. So one is that you obviously do, you just mentioned them, but you obviously do take on these guys that are constantly saying like, here's my plan for, for making a million dollars in a year. And I, I, Fuck those guys. Exactly. But so what I've come up with is this term I call the fallacy of the exception. And the, the reality is, is you know as well as I do, there are exceptions to a rule. There is the guy that had overnight success or, uh, you know, financial yes, success. Yes. But what, that's what all those, society shows. Right. And that's, and what those guys are taking advantage of is they're taking advantage of the fact that, yes, there is the occasional exception. But, it's not the rule. It's not generally how success happens, and they're taking advantage of no, people doing that. No, and because it's not because they don't show it, people. What you just said is the truth. It's not generally how success happens, but people are never shown how success really happens mm-hmm. unless they're like raised in a household of it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so, what they see, what most people see, is their parents get up, go to work, work for fucking forty years at the same shit retire and drink fucking Bud Light on the front porch. Mm -hmm. That's what most people see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unless you, unless you see it firsthand with an uncle or a a parent or something like that, why would you ever think differently? Because they don't ever show that shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody shows that shit. You know, dude, as far as I know, as far as I know, and I could be wrong and I hope I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. but I'm the only motherfucker out there saying, Hey, it's going to take you fucking 10 years. Right. Buckle in for the long haul, brother. This right. is going to be a fucking wild ride. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't know anybody else who's really being that forthcoming with what it's going to take. Yeah. Maybe Gary. Gary does the same thing. Gary V. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, but outside of that, I don't. I don't hear it. You know what's funny? Even in movies, even in movies that are that are telling the story of somebody who really overcomes a lot, isn't it almost always true that that the the hard work they do is usually put into a montage with really inspiring music behind it? Dude, look, you know what I'm here's saying? the thing though. Like, all right, you know how like like Rudy, you know how like when you go on a big Rocky. long road trip, yeah. All right, let's say you got to go on a road trip for like twenty fucking hours. Yeah, you're dreading it, right? Right. I'm eating an epic bar right now, and it's fucking so good. These dudes that make these epic bars, these bison bars. Yeah, they're good. Fuck, they're good. Yeah, they're very good. And they're not paying me to say that. No, I know. I saw you eating one one time. Actually, I think I ate one, and then I went and bought some more. And they have some very unique uh, flavors. Dude, I've been eating them the whole time on my diet, man. They got yeah. they got a little bit of sugar in them, but yeah. I'm burning it up. Yeah. But anyhow... Epic, you guys just send me that check, yeah, by the way. exactly. But um, anyhow, so you're dreading this long road trip, right? Right. 20 fucking hours. It's going to suck, right? You go, you, you do drive the 20 hours, you go on your little vacation, you drive the 20 hours home. Five years later, do you remember the 20 hours? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, yeah. You remember the vacation, right? right? Sure. But you don't remember the 20 hours. Right. Success is the same thing. It sounds horrible. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds, I got to work for 10 fucking years every day as hard as I fucking can to get somewhere. And I'm not talking about just making, I'm not talking about making millions. I'm talking about if you want to make six figures, you Mm -hmm. know, are there people that go out and make six figures in two or three years? Yeah. But they're usually really fucking good at what they do. Mm -hmm. And they've been putting in long, long investments of time Mm -hmm. before they ever even took that spot. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, I'm not talking about just 
you know, making millions. I'm talking about being financially successful. Right. You know, whatever you consider that to be. Right. But the point is, is that the dedication, time, and work that you have to put in, um, you know, it, it's it's not something that you remember in a long in a long haul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, or I, I don't know how to, I don't know if I'm saying that right. No, you are. Um, so proof positive that I, you know, actually did prepare notes for this and, and that I know you really well is that you, you started immediately talking about point number two on my, on my list was about your belief in the power of action. And you've already talked about this a lot about how, what's important. It's not, you know, it's an equation. It's not magic formula. It's execution. It's, application of certain principles and processes but what i what i want to have you flesh out a little bit because I, I i think this is something you get all the time you you get this question all the time that says andy what if i do all this stuff and it doesn't work and one of the things that i really feel like comes through the, a lot of the stuff that i've read and heard from you is that's not possible it's not like possible. action is never in vain unless you're unless look unless you're mentally retarded and i mean that in the literal sense like you're unable to learn mm-hmm. you know what i mean right and i'm not saying i'm not i don't like using the word retarded like no you're, you're you mean it in the clinical right. sense right I, I just don't like you i used to use it all the time and i i don't know i try not to use it because i just it's you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just don't like it mm-hmm. i don't like what it represents anymore um but the point is 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 that unless you're you're a mentally handicapped mentally retarded person that can't fucking learn what you just said is impossible. Right. The only way for that to happen is for you to fucking quit and to right. quit trying. Like, dude, if you, if someone hands you a shovel and says, hey, I need you to dig a ditch from here to fucking California, and when you're done, I'm going to give you 10 million fucking dollars. How many people would do it? Oh, everybody. How many people would try? No. <laughs> everybody would try. How many right. people would do it? Oh, very few. Very few would actually finish. I, I will bet yeah. you less than 1% of 1%. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because they don't want it. So it doesn't matter yeah. how much guarantee you put on it. Right. People just won't fucking do it. Right. Well, it was, so I just had like this thought come to mind before. Uh-oh. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this one thought. It's just, it's funny the how it's socially. going to burn down. It's funny how it's socially acceptable for you to go to school for four or six years uh, to have a job that will be, you know, a career that will be mediocre. Uh, and it's not even promised. Well, it's not. It, not only is it mediocre, they tell you it's going to be great yeah. until you get out in real life, and then you're like, "Fuck, this but sucks." But even if they do know, okay, like going into like just as a major of business, you know, you're going to come out making maybe forty grand. Like you're okay with that, but you're not okay with putting in two, three, four, six years into your own, you know, mm-hmm. business. Well, it's not even your own business. It's 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 crafting your skills. Mm-hmm. We're our show is about becoming the CEO of you. Right. And it's not, I agree with what you're saying hundred percent, but you got to be careful how you word that because it's not just like if you went to school and came out and got a degree right now and you're like, fuck, I took the wrong path. No, you didn't because I guarantee you in your skill set, if you can pay close enough attention, you could find a company that would allow you to move up in the world. And if you, Put in the time to develop your skill set, you could make five, 10, 20 times more money than you're making mm-hmm. right now within a company. Mm-hmm. You don't have to own your own company. You know what I mean? Right. So we got to be careful how we say that because I want everybody that's listening to understand that entrepreneurship is a skill that everybody could benefit from, not just 
people who actually own a business. Um, I was more... I get what you're saying. Yeah, talking about the people who come up to you and be like, dude, I'm not making any money and it's two years. It's like, fuck, Well, well, first of all, let's be fucking real, all right? Society lies to people about how much is quote-unquote good money, all right? Go go up to fuck... Find me somebody who's making $60,000, $70,000 and ask them if they feel fucking rich. Hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, they they tell you that sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand dollars is tremendous money. And, you know, people listening right now might say, Oh my God, that's tremendous money. But dude, if you're making fifty grand and you go to a hundred, it's not gonna change your life that much. You know what I mean? Right. It's just not. Right. And your 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 goals for yourself should be way the fuck higher than that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you could I, I would say you go up to anybody that I know that's making 250 grand a year. And I know a lot of motherfuckers that do, and none of them are going to raise their hand and say, Oh, I feel like I'm wealthy or I'm rich. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, you know, you've got to consider what, you know, don't let society dictate what you think is a lot of money or an income for you. Because if you do that, you're going to end up getting scraps. It's just a fact of life. And I know I'm going to get some fucking messages here about that, but I don't really give a shit. As you were talking, I was thinking about a, a great quote, uh, by Miles Davis, who I think is a jazz trumpeter, and he says, "If you hit a wrong note, it's the next note that you play that determines if that one was good or bad." And the reason I thought of that is because people that say to you, "Oh, Andy, I screwed up. I went to college, or or I took the wrong path." Yeah, and what or, are you gonna do now? Right. What are you gonna do now? Well, you're gonna stay on the fucking bad path. Right. Right. <laughs> or I think success and realizing your potential is is not saying, "Oh, I should have done this. I should have done this." I think. Success and realizing your potential is saying, okay, I did this, so how can I take the raw material of my life and I did make this, it this? I did this, what did I learn, and right. how can I use that right. to move forward? Right. That's what successful people do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Come on, Vaughn. Awkward yeah. pause. This is fucking radio, man. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got, a, I got a fucking bar of meat in my mouth. Yeah, I know, and I, I, I was choking. Tyler's Tyler's <laughs> salivating because he yeah. wants some meat in his mouth. I <laughs> Did I hear tube steak? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so let me back up for a second because, of course, we have to address the asterisk holes. So you were talking about how, you know, everybody can do anything. And, of course, the asterisk hole is going to say, oh, wait, so you're saying I could, I could play in the NBA if I wanted to and – I could be as good as all LeBron. Right. For people who do that, fuck you, first of all. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, for people that do that, they're too fucking stupid to get the point of, of context. Right. If you can't understand context, then there's no hope for you. Right. But I want so, to use those people as an example or okay. as, an, uh, as a reason for you to talk a little bit about some of the other things that do figure into You know what I love about potential. my followers, too, on, on Facebook and Instagram? What's that? Is that now when people smart off like that, everybody just... Blast them and calls them asterisks. Oh yeah, nice. and blast them. It's fucking hilarious. Nice, like, that's awesome. I had a dude yesterday come on and be like, "Yeah, uh, you know your posts. You just called eighteen thousand people that follow you lazy." Blah blah blah. And what I was saying was, is like, you know, if you're this, then right. You know what if I mean? Then, yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you can't understand context, I can't help you, brother. Right. Sorry. Right. And dude, like thirty people just fucking blast them with memes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, That's motherfuckers. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So where though, I, I, you're, I mean, obviously we believe that that the process is what's important, execution, action, that sort of thing. But how would you address the issue of the different variables that 
figure into human potential. Like we're all good at something. We all have a certain talent. We all have unique experiences. I mean, and I would even say we, we all have certain adversities that prepare us to do something really amazing in life. So, I mean, what, what is your, what is your general take on how all of those things figure into you becoming the person of the fullest potential well, I you think can possibly the, I become. think that's where, you know, the passion argument comes into it. You mm-hmm. know, the passion things, it, it gets, um, it gets a little fluffy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like all the little fluff masters out there try, like, try to talk about passion and do what you're mm-hmm. passionate about. Well, if you're passionate about playing fucking video games, you're probably going to end up being broke. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the, the, where passion becomes valuable is you have a natural affinity for something. Mm-hmm. I've used this example before. Um, butterflies. All mm-hmm. right. How do you monetize butterflies? All right. I love butterflies. They're so beautiful. I'm the biggest butterfly nerd in the face of the earth. <laughs> Not me for, for personally. I'm just saying, let's say <laughs> that I was, um, how do I, how do I turn that into a business Andy? Cause people try to stump me and shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's what you could do. You start a blog about butterflies. All right. You, you, you create a situation where you're putting out so much content and so much um, information and so much education about butterflies that people uh, can't help but start to recognize you as the butterfly expert, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, you attract a tribe of other butterfly people, mm-hmm. all right? And all of a sudden, you're the leader of the butterflies. You know, you're the motherfucking butterfly boss, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're fucking... You, you decide I'm going to monetize. I'm going to start selling T-shirts. And it says butterfly boss motherfuckers on the shirt. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden, dude, you take butterflies and you make a brand out of it. And then you got a little butterfly logo. Then you got sweatpants with butterflies on it. Right? And then all of a sudden, dude, you're, you're, you're fucking, you're the butterfly mogul and you're mm-hmm. in Forbes. Mm-hmm. All right? That's the point. Right. Because, dude, passion will drive you to learn about a subject when you're not getting paid. Passion will drive you to stick with something for a long enough time to succeed when you're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. All right. It does a lot of things for the human spirit and it's a huge driver in success. But most people misinterpret what people say when they say, oh, follow your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard other success people say, oh, fuck your passion. Do what makes money. Well, um, that's a that's a nice thought. I wish I could just fucking, you know learn about anything that I wasn't interested in that makes the most money. Most people don't have that fucking ability. Mm -hmm. Most people do have the ability to become an expert in some kind of field that, and they probably are already at some point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you're interested in 1960s Chevrolet small blocks and you decide to become, you know, the blogger on all these different small blocks and accessories and I mean, dude, I could go on and on and mm-hmm. on about this shit, mm-hmm. but it's micro shit that you're expert in. And, um, you know, people misinterpret the, you know, follow your passion because it sounds too fluffy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Follow your passion. Well, my passion is helping people. Well, that's a good, that's good because the only way you can make money is by helping solve people's problems. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you're, if you're, uh, so how are you passionate about helping people? Well, I don't know. Well, that ain't good enough. <laughs> right. You, kinda, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I know we, you said this, what, either last week or the week before that we, it's overkill, the, the emphasis on self-awareness, but it is true. It is. That in order to, in order to know what passion, what you're passionate about, you do have to take some time. What to would think, you do if like, you would, what if would you do right now mm-hmm. if you, 
if there was no such thing as money, what would you do with your day? You see what I'm saying? That's a really good, that's a great question. Yeah, it's a good place to start. It's a good place to start. Now, here's another good place to start because this is the other question that comes along with that. I don't know what to do. All right, the other question is, I don't know what product to make. All right, well, if you know that you want to make a product and you're interested in making a product, look around for the fucking problems. Right. Don't look for the potential to make money. Mm -hmm. Look for the things that annoy you that you wish were different. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a big chasm that people have to cross in order to go from the mindset of like, I'm dreaming and hoping about making money to I'm actually a uh, executioner slash practitioner of entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. right? You have to learn to look for the fucking things that need to be solved. You have to learn to identify the problems. You have to learn, um, you know, within your passion, what are the problems? Where could I produce a product that solves something? You know, well, sweatpants with butterflies on it doesn't solve a problem. Sure it does. First of all, it solves a number of problems. One, it makes people feel cool because they like butterflies. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel fucking cool, that's not that's no good. Everybody likes to feel cool. Second of all, they keep your legs warm. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, there's there's plenty of problems there. It doesn't have to be, you know, people focus so hard on trying to come up with these fucking overly complicated business plan and schemes and and solutions to these fucking problems that barely even exist that would take a trillion fucking dollars to, uh, you know, create a, a, a solution for, right? I want to solve the, the world's water problem. You know what? That is a fucking great place for somebody like Bill Gates to fucking put his mm-hmm. influence in, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. John Doe, you listening, you have no fucking chance of solving that problem. Right. Go invent a Snuggie instead, <laughs> all right? The Snuggie, right. the dumbest fucking thing on the face of the earth, the, 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 somebody went out there and put a robe on fucking backwards and said, oh, this is fucking <laughs> awesome, right? And it made a fucking billion dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude. Is it as stupid as sea monkeys? I don't know. Sea monkeys are pretty stupid. Dude, I'm just saying yeah, it, yeah. it solves a problem. Yeah. I want a blanket with fucking armholes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, splitting the fucking atom. Right. It doesn't have to be, you know, these complicated things. Look for the thing that fucking annoys you and then try to solve it. And then Mm -hmm. if you solve it, guess what? You got something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good place to start. So as far as, you know, part of maximizing human potential is not just, you know, your potential, but also starting a movement that influences other people. And I... You know, if I read over your stuff, listen to what you say, there's no question that you believe that human beings can influence one another. And, you know, you read all the experts and the, the truth is, is that we are all wired uh, to, to pass on our enthusiasm, to transfer our enthusiasm. I and mean, somebody, I read an expert that once, one time, um, right, I read an expert that said everything about us is contagious. And so I guess what I would say is, you know, to what extent do you feel you really do believe people have the the ability to influence one another and to spread movements. I think it's everything. I think it's I think it's everything. I think understanding how to do that. <clears throat> if you can learn how to do that, you're going to possess a skill that is probably the most valuable skill on the face of the earth mm-hmm. in in regards to being able to make money mm-hmm. or make a difference. Mm-hmm. 
and making a difference and making money go hand in hand. So, mm -hmm. um, but I also think that most people, and I would say 99.9% of people lack the confidence, lack the self-esteem, lack the swagger needed mm -hmm. to do that. They hold these limiting beliefs inside that said, I'm not a leader, I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm not I can't this. influence people. Yeah, people won't listen yeah. to me. What yeah. I say doesn't matter. Um, and, you know, you've got to be a strong motherfucker to be able to stand up and say, dude, what I say does fucking matter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. realize that other people identify with that. But, you know, it, no matter how, many, how much I talk about this on here, m most people just aren't going to ever get it because it is a, uh, it's a lonely place to be most of the time because, well, it's perceived to be lonely because of how much criticism you get in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, when you first stand on your fucking soapbox and say something, half the people are not going to like what you say and those people are going to fucking voice up, right? Right, right. Um, a year, five, ten years later, you know, when you've got some steam behind you, those same people who would run their mouths in the beginning are going to shut the fuck up. They're not going to mouth off in front of a thousand people. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in the mm -hmm. beginning, it's hard for people to do that because they can't deal with the pushback, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to get through that initial phase. Um, but I think other, I think the other problem with that is that most people don't understand that creating a movement, creating a culture, creating something that influences people is, has to be genuine and it has to be from the heart and it has to be of good intention. It can't be a scheme to make you powerful or a scheme to make you money. Mm -hmm. It has to be about them first and about you last. Mm -hmm. And I think most people are unable to buy into that concept. Mm -hmm. I think most people will pretend that concept, and, but, but at the end of the day, it's a manipulation of still trying to be about them first and the people last. We associate the word faith with God, but don't you think it's to really truly believe that if you put others first, everything's going to work out. That's kind of an act of faith. Like you're trusting. No question. Yeah, you're trusting. And I think the people that can't do that just don't have the, the faith to believe that it's going to be worth it. I think those people first, lack a core value in their heart um, that allows them to believe in things that they can't see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're out there trying to be successful and you're not a dreamer and you can't believe in things that you can't see, you have no fucking chance, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, you know, the funny thing is, is, you know, we're talking about a little bit of spirituality or, you know, God type things here. But it, um, it's funny because if you really examine and pick apart success, the most successful people were the ones that truly, truly believed in what nobody else could see. Mm -hmm. And and the world rewards them for that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, you know, if you're struggling with your faith right now, it might be something to ask yourself. Why does the world reward people who dream and people who believe and people who see things mm -hmm. that no one else can see? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a very, I mean, it rewards them with, with riches, dude, and yeah. fame and fortune and fucking fulfillment and like all these the ability to give basically mm -hmm. everything that everybody wants you know whether they say they want it or not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It comes from a place of faith 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about religious faith. I'm talking about faith in the process, faith in believing in your vision, faith in, uh, you know, what you can do and can build. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, if you think about it that way, it, you know, it's definitely something to think about from a faith, uh, from a spirituality place as well. Mm-hmm. Because if that's the, what the world rewards, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So. Yeah. Um, I got your wheel spinning over there. No, you did. I, I mean, a lot of different things. So, so going back, I mean, I'm going to do one of my favorite, you know, my famous uh, recaps. But I mean, we're talking about human potential. So obviously, the first and for- first and foremost, most important is you're talking about how it's not, it's not magic. It's and it's equation. It's action and and believing that your actions will be significant. That they're never in vain. You talked a little bit about you know putting others first and and trusting that that's that's going to result in your full potential. But I think if we ended this podcast and we didn't talk about this next point, we would completely miss a huge, huge part of your philosophy, which is you have said again and again, when it comes to your potential, when it comes to people realizing how much they can be, how how much they can accomplish. You always say that their greatest obstacle is not their adversity or their upbringing or their education or their job or anybody. Their greatest obstacle, their greatest challenge is the person that they, they look at in the mirror every day. There's no question. I, you know, that's where people take self-awareness too far, mm-hmm. um, I think. I think there's two kinds of people there. I think there's people who look in the mirror and they they see all the weaknesses that they have and they think that's what the world sees. That's not what the world sees. That's what you see, mm-hmm. right? You have to find a true balance of being aware of your strength and your weaknesses. And that's hard for people to do. And that's why a lot of fucking egomaniacs and people who are just shit people become successful Mm -hmm. because they look in the mirror and see all the great shit. Mm -hmm. They don't see any of the weaknesses. Right. You know what I mean? Um, But, and that's why they become successful because they stand up and they say, Hey, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go do this and you're not going to stop me. And and they, they become that way because no one can stop you. Right. Right. They don't get in their own way. Um, So if you're like a decent human and you know, it's not, society doesn't isn't okay with people saying that they're good at things mm-hmm. themselves you get you know what i'm saying because uh-huh, then you're not fucking yeah. humble you're right. not this you, right. you know everybody wants dude humility is the most overrated fucking thing out there right now and misunderstood thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's humility is good because it allows you to learn things humility is holds a lot of people back because they don't understand what real humility is mm-hmm. they think that you know looking in the mirror and telling themselves that they're a piece of shit is being humble. Right. That's not fucking humble. Right. You know what I'm saying? Being humble is knowing exactly what you are and knowing that you're no better than this man or that man or this woman and that woman. And also knowing that you have a lot to fucking learn and you can improve a lot and you have more to give. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's just, mm-hmm. it's not the car you fucking drive or the house you live in. And it's it, it's not looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, man, I'm just a regular little Johnny piece of shit from South County, St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. dude, if you're good at something, you need to be saying, Hey, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. Now I can improve that. You know, I right. can get better at this, but I'm pretty good at this. 
let me work on this and get the, become the best at that. And I think most people can't look themselves in the mirror and see the good things about themselves. Right. You know, because it's not quote unquote acceptable. Right. You know, because if you say that, if you say, Hey, I'm pretty fucking good at something, you know, uh, people say, Oh, you're cocky or you're arrogant or you're this or that. Well, what if I actually am pretty fucking good and the statistics show it, my bank account shows it, what I've built shows it. And I say, I'm pretty good at it. Is that still arrogant and cocky? Or is that just saying the fucking facts? You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, if Michael Jordan says, Hey, I'm pretty fucking good at basketball. Um, I would say that's a gross understatement. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But if he would come out, you know, like when Muhammad Ali came out and said, I'm the fucking greatest, blah, 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 blah. Everybody laughed at him. They say, you're a punk. You know, blah, blah, blah. Now, now what do people consider him? One of the greatest of all right. time, if not right. the greatest. Well, he's certainly greatest in the modern era. But who be- who believed sure. that before anybody else? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean. And seems- I think most people, the reason that their potential getting, bringing this back into because we've hit on like 50 subjects, mm-hmm. the point of what we're talking about, most people limit themselves because they can't be okay with being good at shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they let their neighbors, their friends, their parents tell them that, you know, you're just a regular dude from here and that blah, blah, blah. Look, it's a, I had somebody tell me, don't lose yourself uh, recently. And, and, I, and I'm like, I'm looking at this motherfucker like, hey, don't fucking worry about me losing myself, motherfucker. You worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're supposed to evolve. You're supposed to change. If you're still doing the same shit you were doing in fucking high school, mm-hmm. you're missing the fucking point. If you still have all the same friends that you had in fucking high school, you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. If you haven't evolved and changed or progressed to the point where that group of people is really almost, you know, you've outgrown them, you're missing a fucking point. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's okay to evolve. It's okay to change. It's okay to progress. Now, does that mean you treat them like shit? No. Does that mean you're, you don't want to hang out with them? No. You can fucking hang out with them, but it's not your life anymore. Right. You're going to change. And change is good, not bad. Right. You know, being good at shit because you put in 10,000 hours of fucking work, dude, that's something to be proud of, not something mm-hmm. to fucking have somebody shame you for. Right. You know, whether it be anybody. Right. And the cool thing I think about that is that Sometimes some of the guys that you hung out with in high school, they will evolve too, and you will find out that both of you together are are the kind of excellent people that you're looking to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like you'll find out who, but people, who but are people, your real dude, simpatico. There's this thing, right? Like, oh, you're fucking real and loyalty and like all these things people say, oh, you're changing, and like right. they try to tell you this shit to make you feel bad. Right. Motherfucker, you got to be loyal to yourself first hmm. before you can be loyal to anybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. being loyal to yourself means doing the things that you need to do to take care of yourself and your family before anything else. Right. You know what I mean? So let's think about that the next time somebody throws that shit in your fucking face. Right. You know, oh, dude, you don't lose yourself. Motherfucker, I I ain't even became myself yet. You know (laughs) what I mean? Right, right. Like, what the fuck? I'm not who I was in fucking high school. In high school, I was a fucking dumb little kid. Right. You know, I didn't know shit. I still don't know shit. Mm-hmm. I've just, I know a little bit. Right. You know, and dude, I'm going to know a lot more in 10 more years. Right. Going back to what you were saying about the, uh, you know, the way that you see yourself. You know what I'm saying though, right? Absolutely. Like yeah, people yeah. push that shit on, on other people, make them feel bad. Oh, absolutely. You know, no, like, absolutely. Oh dude, you've, you, Vaughn, you've really changed. Right. You know, well, well yeah, got, no shit. Yeah. I'm not fucking 
preaching at church anymore. I'm doing right. this and this and this with my life. Right. And my life is progressing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I trust me more like than it's you like know. A, it's like an obvious thing. Like, uh, yeah, no shit. Right. I, I, it's almost like a compliment. Right. Like, yeah. Okay, you know what I, you, you know what I found? And I'm, I'm a little bit getting off the topic here, but I find that when people criticize other people for that, it's because the people who are criticizing growing. well the people who are criticizing are insecure and they they kind of fell in love with you the way you used to be because they you became kind of a security blanket for them and so they kind of leached onto you and you were their security blanket and then when you began to evolve and and go beyond their reach it made them feel insecure about themselves and they're like oh so they they then wanted you to continue being who you well, always yeah, had. does agreed. that make sense yes, i mean 100%. yeah and then yeah. also on the other hand those same people they feel like you're quote unquote leaving them behind right. or uh you 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 know that oh you're too good for us. Well, no, right. I'm not too good for I'm not too good for anybody. I'm just doing my thing. Right. And if you can't keep up or, or it's not into you, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. Right. I don't yeah. look at people who fucking I I don't look at people I used to hang out with like there's something wrong with them. Right. I, I don't. I would be right. happy to see any of them. And that's happy their to own. have, a, have yeah. dinner or beer with any of them. Yeah, you know? That's their own insecurity. Right. Yeah, definitely. So but I think a lot of people we're talking about limiting human potential. Yeah. I think a lot of people let that shit stop them. Mm -hmm. Like it's like this fucking morale, moral guilt thing that people give them. And they're like, oh, man, you know what? Mm -hmm. That person's right. No, that person isn't fucking right. You're you're right. Mm -hmm. They're fucking wrong. Period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So along with this whole idea of you being the biggest obstacle to yourself uh i mean speak a little bit i know we've done it before but at least touch on this whole issue of you are the measure of your own success well dude everybody's got different potential we all got in the game at a different level you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying you can't measure success by income by material items by uh you know companies owned or places travel dude success is a is a measure of your own personal uh fulfillment of potential you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. everybody got in the game different. I was raised differently than than Tyler was or than you were. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We all got in the game at a different time in a different place. And you can't there's not like one thing that says, you know, like a lot of people, you know, uh, <laughs> this is a long fucking deal, man. It's not even just your life. It's your kids lives and the lives of their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 long. We're talking about long concepts mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, my friend, my, one of my best friends, uh, dads, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a, uh, equipment operator. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He runs heavy equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, he grew up very, very poor. All right. He raised three sons who, who are all extremely fucking hardworking, extremely successful guys. And they're all in their own way. Um, the one that I'm best friends with, you know, he makes six figures a year job mm -hmm. far far more than his dad ever made mm -hmm. right and his dad brought him up the whole life saying hey my job is to make you better than me mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and that in that aspect mm -hmm. and um you know i think you know that's going to flow down to his kids and that's going to flow down to their kids mm -hmm. and you know it's not a a one generation thing that we're talking about you yeah. know so you can't measure it on money or whatever yeah. you know so people do that when they don't that's it that's a juvenile way like and when i say juvenile i don't mean like actual age i mean when you first get into business because i did the same thing 
for 10 years, I thought success was buying a Lamborghini. Honestly, now I don't give a fuck. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I've been toying about, I've been toying with the idea of getting rid of all my cars because I don't really give a shit. Hmm. I mean, I like them now, but they don't do the same thing that they right. used to do. Right. Um, and it, you know, th- those are good goals because mm-hmm. those goals are fun. They're, they're exciting. They keep you hustling and there's nothing wrong with material goals, but I've just learned for me that my, I get far more satisfaction out of seeing guys like Tyler buy a, mm-hmm. a Z06 Corvette, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And move up or guys and mm-hmm. other guys in the company, you know, gr- grow, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. I feel like that is way more satisfying than, than, you know, right. Personal shit for me. Two things come to my mind. One is that it's legacy, dude. Yeah. One is that comparison or this tendency to compare yourself to others. It, it, it's just such a killer of success because like it you is, said, but it's also a driver of success. Well, but what I'm Depends saying on is your mentality because yeah. like, dude, I compare myself to people and I, I have the fucking cockiness and the swagger and the confidence to know that I can be fucking better than them. Right. Like mo- most people can't like, I look at the greatest dudes in our industry and I fucking say, dude, I, I'm going to be better than that guy. Right. And I mean it. Right. And I understand that. I, I mean, in the, insofar as what you were saying about like when, it, when it, when comparison serves to demoralize you, it's, 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 it's worthless. Like, it's like what you say. You don't know what somebody else, you don't know the opportunity no, they have. You don't know, you no, know. Right. I think comparing yourselves to other is a good thing for some people. And for other people, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I personally like it. Cause I like to have enemies. I like to have fucking rivals. Mm-hmm. I like to have people to measure myself against to drive me. Cause dude, right. what drives me is the fucking win. Right. It's not the money. It's not cars. It's not a house. It's nothing. I want to fucking win. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm wired that way. I want to fucking win and I want to stomp people's fucking brains on the fucking curb. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't wired like me. They think I'm fucking crazy. So comparing <laughs> yourself to someone else for most people is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And most people will argue what I'm saying is not a good thing. Andy, you're never going to be happy because you're all, maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest with how I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like to compete. No, actually, I take that back. I don't like to compete. I like to fucking dominate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I enjoy that feeling. Like, dude, when yeah. I was playing fucking Madden football 10 years ago in the back of my first store, I'd run the score up to 200 fucking to nothing <laughs> every fucking game. Yeah. And people are like, dude, don't you get tired of it? No, I don't. I love it. Yeah. Never. It's always fun to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. No, and, I, yeah. And people aren't wired that way. And like they say, oh, Andy, you're never going to be really happy. Maybe I won't, but, but you don't know what makes me happy. Right. What makes me happy is not what makes you happy. Right. So, you know, you have to know what makes you happy and you got to fucking do those things. Right. You saying that reminds me of a great story that I heard one time. I, for, for those of you who are younger, you probably don't remember. Um, Steve Spurrier used to be the coach of Florida before he was the coach of South Carolina. And he used to be known for running up the score. That's all I think of him as is the coach right. of Florida. Right, right. Yeah. And he used to be known for running up the score. And when he first got into it, you know, his arch rival was Bobby Bowden. And when they played Florida State. Why shouldn't you run the score? Up? Right, right. So this is the great, this is the great, you know, the great story. So he's playing Bobby Bowden and Florida State, you know, it's the fourth quarter and they're, they're still scoring, you know, they, they're, they're scoring like, you know, 20, 40, you know, tons of points. And so after the game, Steve goes up to him and he's real indignant, you know, because he says Bobby Bowden is supposed to be this Christian man and he's not having sports, sportsman-like. So he goes up to him and he says, why'd you run up the score? And he said, and I'll never forget that Bobby said to him, he says, Steve, what's the purpose of an offense? It's to make touchdowns, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. What's the purpose of the defense? Stop is to stop down. us. If you can't stop, I'm not going to go out and tell my boys, don't do your purpose. That's right. Your purpose is to score. Yes. And so he's never forgotten that. And then, of course, Spurrier went on to be you know what, dude? running up the That's score. That's the fucking truth. Yeah. People don't like the truth because they're, you know, they feel sorry for, like, dude, these fucking high school games. And, and I know I'm going to get fucking shit on this. I don't, you know, save it because I'm not going to agree right. with you. When, you know, you see these high school basketball scores 100 points to seven. All right. And people freak the fuck out. Coaches get fired over it and shit. Right. Dude, fuck that. Right. Like, dude, if your kids aren't good enough to, you know, stop a team that's scoring 100 fucking points and you scored seven, the other team is clearly not the problem. Right. The problem is your team. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. And, you know, that's the fucking liberal pussy mindset out right now of, politically correct nonsense you know i feel sorry for my kids because they had to endure this beating dude you know what i would say to my kid when they come off the fucking field like that i'd be like hey that didn't feel very good did it no (laughs) that fucking sucked you want it to happen again let's work harder hey yeah let's get out and do some fucking free throws and let's practice some you know uh some layups and let's get our game going yeah you know what i mean oh yeah like not for sure not like hey that coach should be fired because he kicked your ass so bad Right. That doesn't. That's not the real world. Right. The real world will fucking stop you. Period. No mercy. Yeah. No mercy. Yeah. No mercy at all. No mercy mm-hmm. at all. The real world does not give a fuck about you. And we teach these kids that it that through their actions that it's a different way. And then they go out and get stomped. And then what happens? They're fucking. You know. <laughs> they're train wrecks. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. So final, final, <clears throat> final point. Um, you know, we're talking about the power of the individual. We're talking about how you believe in each person's ability to maximize their potential. I know because we've talked about this. You've even used an example um, <laughs> involving President Obama. But you, I know that there are the asterisk holes and the people who who don't listen who are going to mistake you saying that people are personally responsible for their success, that's not the same as saying we don't need help or we, we, we are completely autonomous. I know that you you believe that part of human potential is yes, surrounding but, you with other people, yes, surrounding yourself with other but people. That's not other people's duty to help you. It's your duty to help yourself by surrounding yourself with people who can help you right, and actively seeking them out. I just did a snap story on this the other day and I talked to my team about this the other day. You know, I think I did a podcast about this, actually. You know, if you're an... I did do a podcast about this. If you're an employee of a company, it's not the company's duty to reach down and pull you up. It's your duty to put in the work and become so fucking good that they can't ignore you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by responsibility. Now, that might mean finding a mentor inside the company, uh, seeking coaching outside the company. But guess what? That's going to take time outside of the quote-unquote hours of your workday, and you're going to have to put that investment in. The, the, you know, these, these motherfuckers nowadays, they think, oh, dude, I put in my 40 fucking hours, and, you know, I go home at 4 o'clock and get here at 9 o'clock, and, you know... Um, that's all I got to do, and I just got to do it for long enough, and eventually all my dreams will materialize. Right. No, they won't. Right. And ask anybody who's 60 years old if that's how it works, and they'll fucking set you straight. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset with the way, and I, dude, I'm so, I think things are about to turn. You know, I think things are turning because I feel like people like myself, other people who preach the no-nonsense, like, shit, 
mm-hmm. that we talk about here are gaining traction. I think mm-hmm. people are sick of political correctness. I think people are fucking over it. You know, we're sacrificing the great qualities and values of this country and what's made it great to satisfy a few motherfuckers out there that can't cut it. Mm-hmm. No, fuck that. Right. Fuck you guys. Right. Okay. And another thing is too, and I'm going to put this out there. Actually, I'm not. I'm going to say this for a different show. Anyway, so the point is is that we can't we can't stop what America is and what it's been built upon and what for for to satisfy a few fucking delicate little flowers out there that couldn't cut it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like dude, oh, my kid didn't get a fucking didn't get a trophy and he feels bad about himself. Well, guess what? Go do the fucking work. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't mm-hmm. fucking you know, they don't need to change the fucking league around so that you could get right. a trophy. Right. You know, dude, that's not the way the world works. Right. I don't know. Everybody listening right. knows this shit. So. No, that's good. That's good. Guys, if you want to check out the uh, show page on the website, it's the mfceo.com forward slash P65 is what it's going to be. And uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, guys, Snapchat. I just want to say real quick before we, uh, before we dart out, thank you so much for all the support you're showing. Thank you so much for, for all the follows on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. Um, it, I, you know, I'm having a lot of fun right now. It, it's been fun. You guys make it fun. Um, keep up the good fight. Keep standing for what is right and keep doing the right thing, guys. I think, like I said a minute ago, I feel like society's turning over, man. I feel like, you know, the last 20 years are about to get smashed right in the fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think we're a part of that. And when I say we're, I'm talking about everybody listening right now. So, um, Guys, keep it up. Keep up the keep up the good fight, and uh, and we really really appreciate you. So, thank you very much for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. And we're starting to hit YouTube a lot more, guys. We oh, yeah. have a lot more oh, content yeah. up there. We're putting full. You just ruined my my no fuck my, you no. no we just it ruined my fucking it's fucking better. <laughs> no, now you ruined it. <laughs> we're well, putting no, full length Thursday thunders up there and a lot of clips. Uh, so check out YouTube at the MFCEO project. Actually, he didn't ruin it because you didn't do your typical closing, your new close. You know. oh, you're ruining it. Oh, uh-huh. All right, guys. Don't be a fucking bitch. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. What's up? Okay. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay. They can't. What's up? Shut up. <laughs>